0: Hey world, my name is Sir, and I'm Martin Malcolm. We are the host of Negroes You Don't Like podcast, also known as
1: NYDL. We are black husbands and fathers who are married and yes, sisters to black women. We are your everyday man's intellectual and more opinionated than the guy who sits around at the barbershop talking shit for hours and never gets a cut. We want to empower our communities and spread knowledge with best practices to hand off the baton to the ones next up.
0: Only one major challenge. We can't do it alone. Calling out everyone who wants to pass on a stronger legacy to start right here on Patreon with
1: us. Get exclusive access to unreleased episodes and extended episodes we like to call
0: loose ends. Or whatever other fly we could think of. Simply search for Negroes you don't like on Patreon and click join to tap in. Reminder. You may not like us, but you'll learn to respect and support what we stand for. Peace. Peace. L- l- let me tell you something. Y'all don't messed up, now. Hey world, welcome to another episode of NYDL. My name is Sir and I got my man, Martin Malcolm. Today we are introducing Free Smoke Volume One, all right. And today we're mainly gonna be talking about: Do black men who date outside of their race, well, are they betraying their community? Hey, Martin Malcolm, what you got, brother?
1: Let's get to it. You already know what it's like when you're out there with your, with your girl, and you know you see the, you see the black man get out the car, and you see you got a wedding ring on, and then you know you look a few steps back, you're like, oh shit, there goes Becky. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs>
0: Uh, and all you gotta
1: do, all you gotta do is, is look at your girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all you gotta do is, is, is look back at your black queen. Sometimes you ain't gotta look. You could feel the heat radiating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man! And you just like, e-, you, you don't know what to say. You like, listen, man. You know, I'm with your ass. Like, what you want from me? <laughs> but, but you know, I think what ends up happening is when you see it enough times, you know, you start to have these questions, like, yo, what's like, what's really going on, man? You know what I mean, like. What's, what's going on? I'm, I'm seeing the brothers out here and I'm not the majority of them are with black women. We're going we gonna to get to that because we do have black women running around here making it seem like, oh, black men only want white women or want non black women. And, you oh, know, yeah. that's just all that they into. And it's like the data don't support that. So shut the hell up. I, for some reason, people don't believe in math when their emotions get into things. Mm. And that's part of the problem. Math, Martin math, Malcolm. math is not emotional. Well, Malcolm,
0: you said the, the data, the facts, the numbers do not support the reality that goes on in the minds of these women. No. Uh. Well, I'm excited support. to get right into it, brother. <laughs> Tell me, brother, I'm excited. <laughs> the numbers don't add up. huh?
1: It's not adding up, dog. That's bad math. Oh. <laughs> you miss you around. Might not have graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So let's get right to it. Uh, the myth is that black men particularly black men who are college educated, you know, who have Mm -hmm. quote unquote good jobs or, you know, successful businessmen, somehow they are not interested in black women. And, on BlackDemographics.com because I constantly keep, you know, getting this question or getting to these talking points with a different one, with, with different black women. And I usually, I used to never have the data. I just, you know, I, you know, a lot of people do things based on the eye test. So, no, no but, doubt. and the problem is what you see in your environment is not always indicative of what the real numbers are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your environment may be actually an outlier. <laughs> it's not actually the norm. Like, bro, yeah, yeah. I remember... I remember I was working in Minnesota and I ain't going to lie to you in Minnesota. Got to be the interracial interracial. Capital interracial couple capital of the world Gotta be is that right that bro, I don't to be. I seen so They get down like that Bro You would have thought they was having a convention Or you would have thought I was getting paid <laughs> to do this Like I seen so many black dudes with white women. I was like damn I'm It's like, an incentive problem? with the government huh Yeah it's, it's like It's like yo you get an extra 300 on your food stamps Or some shit <laughs> <I'm> like,
0: <laughs> Straight what up the <laughs> like,
1: What the fuck is going on Or like or like you know If you eat these white women Automatically your credit score Going to jump 100 points Like shit no, let me hop on that <laughs> like, Nah nah I don't know what's going on over there But like I said it you know if I grew up in that environment, I would just assume that that's really just the norm. But then you go to other places, you are like, oh, okay, you know, like like in, in Charlotte. Um, I, when I worked out in Charlotte, I seen I seen a whole, I seen a lot of black families, right? Mm-hmm. So I seen a lot of black men with black women raising black families, and I seen significantly higher proportion of those black men with those with those black women that were actually married. We're gonna delve into that a little bit later too, because uh, <laughs> we definitely got some things we need to touch there. So. Um, one of my favorite websites is BlackDemographics.com because what you'll tend to find is that information on this type of data, even though BlackDemographics.com still pulls from uh, pretty common resources like the U.S. Census, here's the thing and let's keep it a 100. How many black people you know actually filled out the motherfucking census? <laughs> <laughs> like, like see, 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 that laughs is everything I need to know. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, my quote-unquote college-educated ass, nigga, I don't want to fill that shit out. You know why? Because black people are suspect of the government. We don't trust them, motherfucker, Damn right. right? Damn right. So, Check this out. I can assure you, if you know 100 black people, I can assure you only five of them probably filled out the motherfucking census. Yeah. All right. So, I don't believe that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the reason why they always got those little side gigs during the U.S. Census time. They knocking on people's doors. I knocking on you, your damn door. Damn. I can assure you about 80% of the people's doors, they knocking on a black and Hispanic. Heck, I can yeah. assure you that. Heck yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just so, down. no matter what they tell us, you know, you're not going to get reported to immigration. It's not going to mess up anything you got going on. We don't believe that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because we have a long enough track record of, of the government, you know, doing wrong by us to where it's really hard to trust them. You know, that's part of the reason I'll why this up. that's part of the reason why this pandemic is, you know, it's kinda hard to get us to you know, to take that shot. You know what I mean? Hmm. And you know, that that's for another time, but you know what it is. <laughs> yeah. So the data reveals the drum roll, please eighty five percent of black married men are married to black women. Digger, damn, you're eighty five. Right. That's really high, brother. That's pretty high. That's pretty 85 percent. I would have never you know,
0: thought it was that high, brother.
1: I'm trying. When I saw it, you know, I had to wipe my lenses. And my I'm glad. Like, okay, let me do a, Let me do a double take. I even refreshed the screen just in case it had a virus. You understand? Damn. So, so when black men are married, they are overwhelmingly marrying black women. Now, yeah, I need us to. You know, I need to let that sit on our chest for a little bit because unfortunately let's kind of let's kind of delve into why we believe so many black men either one don't desire black women or two are not marrying black women and i can assure you it starts with two words and one of them is really the main culprit there's media and there's social media okay Mm -hmm. and because we live in a society that uh pretty much catapult celebrity into demigods we so many people live i can try to live vicariously through uh famous people or entertainers in this country so so if you see a basketball player with a white woman it's almost like it's amplified it's amplified so so many eyes are on it and it becomes this it becomes this fake narrative that keeps on getting pushed and i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie to you the media has a lot has a major role to playing this and i'm not gonna act like they're not a part of a strategy to keep black families from forming. Like Mm. let's not get it twisted. There's strength in families. Any strength that a community has, it doesn't come from a bunch of single people. I can assure you that. No, no doubt. It comes from families. So for all y'all playing this game, oh I'm gonna be single till I die, I'm gonna do my good luck with that shit. But all but chances (laughs) are you're gonna be a vulnerable motherfucker if something happened to you, you ain't got nobody to look after your ass for real. And if you do have children and you just out here procreating everywhere, having kids everywhere and not really having found a woman to settle down with and to actually build a strong foundation with and to create a legacy and some truth, generational wealth, then you're really just playing yourself. Let's be honest. Mm. You know, because you out here try, trying to live like one of these TikTok rappers and then come to find out they rented their jewelry, they rented that car, they rented their whole damn lifestyle. you trying to build a whole we lifestyle do. off of something that's imaginary. Come on now. Tricks are for kids. But some of y'all still think like kids, so that's probably why tricks work. Um, so, what I will say is, you know, the media is extremely powerful they're more powerful than i ever wish they could be because people unfortunately they don't invest enough time in their own lives Too many, not everybody but not enough people invest enough time in their own lives to really help develop their own identity sir you know people out here developing their whole identities off of things they see online like you know back back in the day before back in the day before social media like you had to really figure out who the fuck you were you know that's what I'm saying? Because there wasn't nobody you couldn't go online and kind of, you know, uh, steal somebody's style and mix it here, mix it there. No, you kind of have to become your own damn person. But now, shit, you just, bro, you just open your phone, man. Open your phone going, oh, they doing this over there. Oh, 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 that's what's hot right now. I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm going to oh, try that. I'm going to do that. And that's the game.
0: But Martin Malcolm, I tell you what's crazy about that is the fact that the majority of the people do know that a lot of these people use the media and social media specifically. To somewhat f- showcase showcase the lifestyle that they live, but they know they actually don't live that lifestyle. For some fucking strange reason, people still buy into it, brother. Like it's, <laughs> it's the craziest concept if you truly take the time to think about it. Yeah, it you know, I know in one, one of our previous episodes, early episodes when we first started this podcast, we talked about faking until you make it, and it's like there's no better example of faking until you make it as to how the media somewhat relays the different messages and a different you know reality as to what it actually is than our modern times, man. Especially when it comes to like you said. Athletes being with women, you know, it makes it seem like it's more common when it's actually not. And the numbers do state that if 85% of black men are married to black women, then the fact is those women out there that are losing their, you know, losing their minds, arguing this left and right all day, it's all for nothing. Cause it's one of those things where it's like, yo, you devote your life to a cause that you don't <laughs> truly get the facts or the numbers to understand yourself. Oh, Come oh. on, you out here wasting your time. Listen, Get that energy it. and go find yourself a black
1: man, all right? But uh, Check this out. We're going to talk about this a little later, too. Before you even take your ass out there to go find a black man, how about you find yourself? Mm. Find well yourself. Said, brother. With, because people are too busy out here trying to find other people before they actually found themselves.
0: Well Understand? said, brother. No doubt. So, see, I gave you an assistant. You see how you just took yes, that and just
1: man, slammed you it. You know how we do. If you it's
0: between the <laughs> legs, behind the back, <laughs> off the backboard. You know what I'm saying, you know what brother? Hey, that's, that's what, what we smoke, do, we right? smoke.
1: That's what we do. That's what we do. So... Um. let's really delve a little deeper into this, into this media for, for a quick second before we move on from it. Now, I know I'm not the only one because I don't really watch much of regular television. The only time I watch live television is usually when, it's usually when I'm watching a sporting event. Same here. So I do get commercials through, I guess, some of the streaming apps that don't offer, you know, uh no commercials. And I'm not gonna lie to you, brother. One of the things I see common is shit. The sunrise in the next day is in these commercials. You see two things going on in the vast majority of them. In these marketing companies, and you know, people just trying to check these boxes for diversity and all this. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to make trying to make everybody included and all this bullshit. I know where you're going, brother. I already know. It's, it's two things that annoy the fuck out of me. And it's not because it exists at all. It's because it's overrepresented. I'm gonna say that again. Yeah. It's not because it exists at all. It's because it's overrepresented. You got the gay black men. Always, it's like mm-hmm. it's uh, honestly these days. It's almost like the only the only uh, people that are gay are black, black dudes, <laughs> straight up. Like I, I can't remember the last time I seen a gay white dude in a video. I'm in, not in a video in a um in a commercial mm-hmm. in some yeah. kind of ad. It's bullshit. Like I'm constantly yeah. seeing, I'm constantly seeing this feminization of black men. Like I, it's like a it's a it's a preponderance of images of black men as homosexuals in in many of these du- newer commercials. And two. In the event that they are straight, that they said, "Oh, okay, we're going to let the black man be straight this time, I can assure you eight out of ten times he's he's, he's not with a black woman. Yep. They're showing all these. He always has biracial. For the most part, he he usually has biracial children, you know, and it's like, like, what the hell is the problem? Why do you keep doing this? But then you watch another commercial and you'll see a, a white guy, you know, he's with his white wife in the commercial. He's with his white family, you know, and, and and then now they even started pushing the black woman with the white man in the commercial. I think uh, Nissan ran the commercials and I was looking at that shit and I, and I started seeing a few more. And I'm like, oh, damn, they just pushing that black people shouldn't be together at all. Straight up. Hmm. That's that's the message. I don't fuck what they tell you. The message is black people. Y'all are too powerful when y'all come together. But if we can get y'all to continue uh, uh, creating lives further and further away from each other, it's easier to control somebody when they are disjointed. No okay. doubt. Okay. I don't got I, I ain't got to worry about you if you don't even want to be together. I don't even have to worry about population control if I can just convince you that the person who looks like you ain't worth shit to be with. How about that? Huh. The best strategy is always to destroy from within. It takes more effort to do something to, 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 to make something from the outside come into a community and destroy it. It's much easier to have the community implode on itself. And I know some of y'all saying, you know, you, you probably listening to this in the corner, maybe in the bathroom. You know, you got your little, got your little white girl in the bed. Huh, she can't hear shit. So listen, man, they got on AirPods. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, boy, they got yo, yo. They got the AirPods on. They, they did the, they did the. Hey, uh, yo, they started ear- from the speaker, and then it went from the speaker <laughs> to the AirPods. Huh? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You, you know the AirPod Pros? They got that uh, that uh, ear fit test. <laughs> yeah, 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 They did this yeah, yeah. like three times, make sure them motherfuckers still tight. <laughs> Listen man. Oh, listen, man. It Listen, dog. It is what it is, man. Like you have to acknowledge, like that shit is a lot. That shit is is incredibly off. Just pay attention to the commercials. If, if, you, if you think if you think we're talking shit, just just open, open both your eyes. You know, honestly, you don't even need a third eye to see this shit. Like it's in your face like so, these commercials it's a gay black man or it's, if he's a straight black man he's not with a black woman most of the time yo i seen mm-hmm. one commercial made me laugh so hard i'm like who's putting these fucking commercials together this was a fucking fries commercial bro mm. the man was i think it was two darker skinned black people and all the kids look biracial mm. i'm like what the fuck is that mm. i'm like i'm like, come on. like how often do you see that bro how often do you see two darker skinned black people produce biracial looking kids Damn! Um, they they do that, have, went to that extreme. That's what, bro. this what I can just tell. Like these people are just—they're not thinking, bro, or they don't have no black people in the room, or the black people in the room full of shit, or the black people in the room don't have a voice. There's a there's numerous issues that could be at play, but just throwing black people together without any thought in these ads is not cool, man. Like it's sending the wrong fucking message. And I get and I get the fact that they don't give a fuck about our existence or our strength or our union. They don't give a fuck about that, because the, as far as black people are concerned, the only thing they the only thing they're really interested in using us for is to push the gay agenda. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Hmm. That's the only time that's the only time I see they want to give black people a voice when they're talking about the gay agenda. Boy, you, you can you can listen. I got all the airtime I want as long as I'm talking on behalf of gay people, especially gay black people, gay black people, gay trans and all this other stuff. And all the other you, you, you can blame Atlanta for that one, brother. Oh, God. Boy, Atlanta deserves its own, its own episode, man, by itself. It might be a part one, two, and three. Jesus. No, matter man, of fact, by... what they
0: need to do is create a different, a separate category for black people. And Atlanta, <laughs> they they got their own category, and everybody else, yeah. you know, we're black. Yeah, hey. You
1: know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. Atlanta is like the Vegas for black people. I don't know what I'm hungry for the saying. <laughs> shit, that shit is crazy. All right. So we touched on the media. um, But now let me. Let me jump around on my points to discuss why I truly believe not enough black men are marrying and or, well, dating and marrying black women. Now, this was a statistic that was troubling. Um, the truth of the matter is, among all the different races in America, black people marry each other the least, right? Hmm. So based on, okay. yeah, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying. I don't necessarily see so many black people get married. They get married, but I don't see a ton of them. Um, it says that black people were married. This is based on the 2019 census. It says that black people were married at a 30 percent rate. Um, Hispanic Damn. 43, Hispanic 43, white 52, and Asian 58. Asian people in America actually have the highest percentage of marriages on average. 30? 30 bro. Yeah, Shit. It's up there. But then again, I'm not surprised. I'm really not. Right, because we we have kind of built into our mental makeup, and this is now check this out. I was looking at another another chart i 'm not going to say the exact data, but this for sure anybody can check this. Black men and black black people in general were married at a higher rate than anybody else in the United States in the seven i think before before the seventies hate that something so at, at some point black people. Married at a much higher rate than all the other races in America. Well, that makes sense, given the movement back then. But you see what I'm saying? So a lot of it has to do with what is pushed. A lot of it has to do with um, what we believe about ourselves. You know, because remember, Mm -hmm. the 70s was the Black Power Movement. So yeah. in the seventies, the Black Power movement. Then that means that's when you know black people had this awakening. You know, you started seeing more Afro. You started seeing the Black Power fist, the black. You started seeing the Black Panther images, right? Now, and I ain't talking about Marvel. I'm talking about the, the Black Panther. <laughs> all right, the Black Panthers. How about that? And so okay, you know, you know, you know, what's up with that already? Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? So try to erase that
0: history like it never happened. But we going That's for another episode, brother. Yeah, keep on, yeah, carry yeah. on, brother. Keep on. So,
1: so in the seventies, we had this awakening where we began to. More so love our melanin, right? We weren't we weren't entrapped in this whole, you know, light skin is better. Oh, you know, dark skin Mm -hmm. is dirty. You know, you saw much more unity on that front. And then all of a sudden, the 80s hits. And for some reason, somebody's flying all this white powder substance into (laughs) our, our neighborhoods, into many black and brown neighborhoods all over the country. And then chaos ensues. Right. And then crack and crack and cocaine gets so bad. First, cocaine is here. Then crack is developed because mm-hmm. cocaine is more expensive to uh, yeah, it yeah. is more expensive to sell. So that's mainly a product that was purchased in the suburbs and crack was formulated because it's a much cheaper high and you can sell it to people who are lower income. Right. And then we, you know, you know about the crack and cocaine disparities people found with crack. Uh, they created laws to throw to throw away people in jail much longer who were found with crack than with cocaine. I wonder why I just told you they sold cocaine to the suburbs because it was considered a higher end product. Keep in mind, cocaine, crack is derived from cocaine. So it's the same substance. But that's the country we live in now. Crazy. Okay. During that time when you have the, this, this mass amount of death and people getting arrested and going to jail, you're starting to see the, the erasure or the degradation of the black family. It's starting, And, and it's not that it only affected us. It, it affected white families, too, and Hispanic families. But it affected us the most because we already had the most stacked against us to begin with. All right, it's last hired, first fired. You know what I'm saying. So we were we were already climbing the mountain, and now you throw cocaine and crack down that mountain. Man, isn't it knocked a whole lot of us from climbing to where we should have been, right? And I think, and to, to be honest with you, at that point, and this is free smoke, so I know I'm gonna catch some heat for it. But wherever there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> I really want to know where was the black church at that time, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. so many black families needed saving during that time. And I'm not saying no black church didn't help anybody. I'm pretty sure everybody got there. You know, there's a lot of people got stories and how they helped save them and turn them around. But I'm going to be honest with you. If the black church was as powerful as we claim it is, we should have been able to get through that a lot better than we did. Because there were a lot of us that didn't make it through. And even till today, a lot of black families are still feeling the effects from the 80s. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's that's one of those crazy, things. brother. Yeah,
0: that's crazy because we are a people that we're rooted as far as like our belief in God, we're rooted Mm -hmm. in that brother. And to know that, that, that whole era was, it was straight up chaos due to the substance, this crack, this crack substance. um, And to know that it affected our community the most, like you said, brother, like I've never actually given that thought, man, like where were the black, you know, religious leaders, you know, like the churches, like, because if it was happening in our own communities, these people, I would assume were, members of the congregation within these churches, I would assume, until, you know what I'm saying? So w- why weren't there more safe havens within the church to, you know, somewhat combat that, brother? And and I'm sure that's a question that we ask. I'm not sure as to why there was not, but it mm-hmm. is something that I'll probably look into more myself, brother, to really figure out why that wasn't the case. That's a very valid point.
1: Now, I appreciate that because, you know, I, I, kinda, I try to look at things from an angle that I, I don't hear a lot of people talking about. So you know, me watching a lot of documentaries and, you know, reading up on um, that time period, reading the new Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander, which should be required reading in every black household. Um, it should be a part of every black person's library. In addition to um, the autobiography, of Malcolm X. Um, what is it? Um, the Miseducation education of the Negro by Carter G. Woodson. Um, what's, what's the one about Cornel West? Race Matters. You know, there, there's a litany of them. Toni Morrison, pretty much anything she's touched, we need to take a look at. So you know, in, in, in me being exposed to a lot of these works and watching some of the documentaries I watched, one of the things that I just did not see enough of was black religious leaders and kind of their impact during that time period. Because me being a family man now, I'm saying, wow, the church had an opportunity there to really like stake its claim, like become even more deeply rooted in our community. And and, and, and brother, I'm, I'm going to add to what you said. Black people are not only spiritual, but they we're also very religious. Right, right. A lot of the old school black people, you know, because there's a difference between spiritual spirituality and being religious. You know, you you can merge them, but there are some people who don't necessarily who don't necessarily believe in religion, but they believe in a higher power. Right, so. But black people, particularly old school black people, they are religious, like they're no, no Baptists, 70 Adventists, Baptist, prim- like they the word I'm straight up, straight Baptist, up and down. Number one. You know what I'm saying? Like no, no AC, sweating, Bible scriptures, all that. You know what I'm saying? Doing backflips and sure all that. <laughs> <laughs> so so without a doubt. Um, so that was kind of a segue. And we're going to get back to our topic at hand. But I just wanted to kind of give some context as to where we, you know, because some black people don't even realize that black people at one point did marry at a higher rate than white people did. You know, I think some. No, of I think just, that's needed, brother. Oh, That was needed
0: because, listen, even myself, man, like so to a degree, brother, until you brought that up, honestly, I wasn't really able to connect the dots to, to really think right. that far back. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to bring it up, you know, not only does it does it set, you know, some form of context, but it also clears and gives and provide some perspective. Because right. now we understand that at the time at our, at our highest height, you know, at, at, the, you know, at, the, at the top uh, of our game as, as, a, as a community, we were always united and we stuck together. Right. And then something happened along the way from the 1970s to our modern times to where that is no longer the case. You know what i mean so right nah, brother that's that's this, this is a valid point and i think it really um not only i hope it helps the listeners but it really helped me brother as we talked about as we talk about this
1: yeah absolutely I, you know i appreciate that and I, and I do believe it is setting the stage to kind of have us understand why we are in the place that we are today um so with that background that i just gave you um there's a lot more to it but that's that, that kind is enough for you to understand okay we got the 70s. We got um, the black power movements happening and the awakening. Then we have the 80s and we have the, the crack epidemic and cocaine epidemic that sweep in the nation, particularly in our communities. Um, so a lot of families get torn apart. A lot of people are either in, they're, they're buried in the ground or they're sent to jail. OK, so we have a bunch of kids out here who are being left to raise, who are being left to either be raised by their mother or extended family. Streets, streets or, or the streets worst the worst form of, 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 of family in many instances. Not all instances, but you, many instances. So there goes the rise of gangs, you know what I mean? Know, it's all connected, bro. T- I'm trying to tell you, you know. So um, now we see that the idea and the value of marriage, that starts to decrease. The importance of it starts to decrease. Because remember now we have a, now we have got a whole generation of kids who who isn't necessarily raised in a two parent household and Uh, if they are, chances are the parents are not married or maybe you're with a stepfather, right? So you're starting to see this whole idea of marriage in our community not really matter as much because I think at some point we lost, we lost the perspective on why marriage was important and took that energy and just put it towards trying to survive day to day. Mm. And the truth of the matter is about surviving day to day, like, you know, when you speak to somebody and they say, how you doing? Man, I'm just trying to make it day to day, dog. (laughs) Listen, man. (laughs) When you live your life like that, it's hard to achieve goals when you live your life like that. Living day to day should not be anybody's goal no, straight up. because you, you can't make you can't make any goals beyond that day. If you're living day to day. Think about that for a second. If you're only living day to day, you can. It's hard to make goals beyond that day. In marriage and okay. marriage is a lot about making short term and long term goals. That's what it's about, because you start at one place with a person and then you're progressing or at least you should be progressing over time. To new phases and new levels in your life with that person not just not just not just financially but emotionally right maturity spiritually so you it, it, it truly is the journey of a lifetime when you're married to somebody and you're going through all these different phases of life with this person so we see a we see a lack of awareness and a lack of respect for uh, the marriage framework. And it has translated till today, till today. Like, I remember, I remember, bro, um, when I when I wanted to marry, when I wanted to marry my now wife, like, I, at that time, I was one of the, I probably was the first one, bro. I probably was the first one of my friends to get married. Mm-hmm. The, at that time, the very first one, I mean, people just, and, you know, I'm hearing people and, you know, some of them were being funny, but some of them, you know, that where, where there's jokes, there's always truth. Reality. Right? Yeah. So, so a lot of them. Are, yeah, man. Why are you get married, man? You crazy? Like I'm hearing all of these. Why am I doing this? In so many words, they're just saying a lot of different ways. And I'm saying to myself, "Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Like, what do you mean? You know, I'm looking at them kind of crazy. Like, wouldn't you want to find somebody who you love and then marry them and then, you know, at least put a, your best foot forward to try to build a life? And you know, it's just it's something that just seems so far away from so many black people's minds, you know, that, that I was around that time. And I was just like, wow, this is kind of crazy. Now, keep in mind, you know, my parents are married. So I do understand that that definitely does have somewhat a positive impact on children. You know, people tend to more so replicate what they see. So the idea of marriage is something I'm not saying my parents hadn't necessarily had the best marriage, but I did see that through whatever they went through, they still together. So the idea of going through tough times with somebody is not something that was foreign to me. But what I realize, unfortunately, in our community is that when things get tough, motherfuckers get gone. <laughs> That's what I see a lot of. Fast. Oh, oh fast. what? It's starting to get hot in the 60 boat fast. Man, Usain Boat. Man, you saying boat is not the fastest runner in the world. It's a motherfucker jumping out of a relationship. <laughs> That's the fastest <laughs> motherfucker in the world. Facts, brother. I'm, I'm telling you. So it's <laughs> this shit was wild. But man, it is it's crazy to me. Like we really Like, you know, the idea of going through some rough shit with somebody and building and, you know, getting through things. I think I think that's what relationships are. And then also there's a piece to this as to why not enough of us get married. Our elders have failed us. And I'm going to say this and they can take it how they want. Our elders have failed the vast majority of us Mm. because young couples need support and they need guidance. If it wasn't for me talking to some of the older people that I knew over the years um, and me kind of just meditating, I would have left my relationship a long time ago. I would have left a long time ago, bro. Because because, like you need older people to tell you like it's okay for you guys to have knock down arguments. It's okay for y'all not to agree. Like you ever know, you you know, uh, the first part of the relationship that you, you know, the first phase of the relationship, like you want to be around each other all the time. You never get into arguments, everything's cool. It's like, damn, everything is new, everything's fresh. And it's like, when you, when, when things stop being new and now you start to disagree and butt heads on stuff, like that's where you really start to need the guidance from an elder to be like, listen, it's okay mm-hmm. for you guys to get an arguments. You just, you guys need to just argue in a constructive way. And you always need to remember why you love that person or why you like that person.
0: Right. Elders help you, help you gain some sort of reality and then right. understanding that it's a part of the process. One hundred percent. Support 100%. the process for both of you.
1: But, 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 but in our community, guess what's happening in our community? Our elders, they're asking, figure out how to, how to be in a relationship. Hmm. They can't even figure it out for themselves. Their asses asses, single or hopping around or, you know, they're dysfunctioning their damn self, a lot of them. So many of them don't have the advice to give you. And, and the worst thing about it is many of them won't even be honest about you, won't even be honest to you about the bad choices that they made, which led to all the bad outcomes that they're having. Yes, sir. You know what? You know what they teach the younger generation? If somebody can't agree with how you want things done, get the hell on. <laughs> That's what they're teaching. They're teaching that people have to adhere to your program. They don't, they, they never learn. They never really learn conflict resolution. They never really learn teamwork. They never learn pooling their financial resources together. I can't. Bro, it's so funny to hear certain like, bro. I, there are some black people in relations right now. Some married, bro. They will never let no money touch no joint account. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> like, bro. I know. I know there are black. There are some couples that won't let them not a dollar touch a joint account. But they got a whole account with their homeboy.
0: It's crazy, man. I don't know how they're doing it, brother. How (laughs) y'all expect to even
1: build on that, brother? That's what I'm saying. Like, they honestly, bro, I feel like the elders have failed so many of us so bad that most of us are kind of engineered to be single. Hmm. We've kind of been molded to be single because a lot of the bullshit that they're showing you by the way they live and the stuff that you think and the conversations you hear them talking about, the residual impact is you're going to be single. You don't even know how to be with somebody you're too difficult to deal with. It's not making sense, <laughs> right? You, you can't even make it make sense half the time. You know, like I'm at, like when I hear some people talking about what they want out of a relationship, particularly on social media, I laugh. I'm like, the only reason you sound that stupid is because you have no elders. You got no guidance. Yeah. That's why you sound like a bumbling idiot. And some of these people are in their mid thirties, late thirties, early forties. You have to say, damn, you're that old and you sound that childish, that's scary. It's, it's troubling, man. And, and we, we really need to understand because it it's easy to just say, oh, black men ain't shit. They don't like black women. They, they just need to, you know, they, they scared of strong black women. These are the talking points. That people like to sell, because all it does is lead to people yelling at each other. But what I want to talk about is the root causes as to why people are thinking and acting the way they're acting. Let's talk about that, hmm. because if we dig deeper one of the bigger issues like I've been saying is our a lot of our elders have failed us and a lot of them don't want to take accountability and responsibility for what they have done to this younger generation. That is so selfish. It does not know. A lot of them do not know how to work with a person. You can't, you can't even sniff a marriage. You don't understand teamwork, hmm. especially these days because these days you need two people to work. Most people need two people to work to support a household. Back in the days, in the sixties, only the man went to work. Remember the woman staying home. Yeah. Now, albeit in the black community, more of our black women did work because once again, we were last hired, first hired, last hired, first fired. So and we, we were not given the and same wage wages and inequality. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we weren't given the same wages for the same amount of work. So in many instances, our, our women had to work as maids, you know, um, as nannies for a, lot of white, yeah. for, for a lot of white people's families, caretakers for the for the, for the white folks, elderly. Right. And then, and then we were working in the factories and then bringing all that money home. And then, you know, we were able to live a decent life. And there were, there were a couple of us where only only the man had to work and the woman could stay home. But the reason that worked, because we learned how to work together, right? Because I I, I think so many of us want to talk about, or we really just want to talk about the the, uh, finish line. We just want to say, oh man, you know, more of us just need to get married. More of us need to get married. I'm like, that's cool. But how do we even I say before we even get to the point where we get married, do we even do we even understand why marriage is valuable? Do we even understand what it takes to even be in a marriage? Because because I, I remember I heard somebody say, I think many people are interested in the wedding and not the marriage. You know what I'm saying? Some people want the title, but not the responsibility. So we really got We really got to get down. We have to understand all that before we start saying, OK, this is really what we want to do.
0: Oh, brother, shit.